Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> and they're just stewing because they, they want to clap so much, but they. <laughs> They can't. They can't and they won't. (laughs) The Hunts Podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. You didn't say nothing to nobody and you walked directly into the woods (laughs) after the show. Welcome to the Hunks Podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Brought to you by... Uh, safe at home manitoba and in conjunction we got a little help from our friends over the winnipeg comedy festival and we are recording from five different locations spanned across manitoba four out of five in winnipeg one you'll find out more about that in a minute my name's tim i'm dana i'm matt i'm rory and uh together we make up the sketch group hunks this is season two of hunks podcast episode two featuring uh, the fastest rising comedian in Manitoba for eight, nine years <laughs> running now. I uh, will not hey. relinquish that title all the way from Poplar River First Nation. How are you doing, Paul? Paul Roblowskis, everybody. How's it going? How's it going, Hunks? Oh, my goodness. It's nice to see you guys. <laughs> Good, man. You too. Uh, Good to see you. Yeah, it's great that, to that see you, buddy. Feel real enough. That didn't feel real enough. I apologize. That did not. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to see y'all. Yeah, you too, man. I've known, is- I've known Tim. I've known Tim for about 15 years. I've known Matt for maybe 13, Dana maybe 10, and Rory's a nice fella. Rory's a nice fella. <laughs> Over this episode, Rory's plan is to win you over. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not going to happen. Get Paul to admit that he's known me for 10 years as well. (laughs) No! No! (laughs) Good luck. Uh, man, it's really, really good to see you, buddy. It's really, really good to see you. How you been? How what? What have you been? You've been working on some projects up there and putting some stuff out. I've been laughing very hard at. Uh, a little bit, little <laughs> you mean clips. like Instagram videos? Instagram videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, talking, <laughs> you mean selfies? Uh, no, I'm, first of all, I'm yeah, I'm lucky. Uh, is that what they're called now? I'm very lucky. I get to work right now. I know it's yeah, it's, it's sort of crazy for everyone. And, yeah. Um, so I'm lucky I got a job. I work in the lands department, and I always say there's nothing funny about lands. <laughs> Literally, really, <laughs> you do nothing, always say uh, that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just super blessed. And um, 
and just being out here, uh, it's it's a super isolated place. Like I live on the furthest side of my reserve, and it's huh. it's literally my the next neighbor. It's about like a seven minute, eight minute walk from here. So it's uh, I'm really isolated. So yeah, so a lot of time for me to be creative and. And I almost think like when I think of the reserve and I, I like this, is, I use the reserve as my canvas. Like it's, it's, it's my studio where I get, I get to go and tell these cool stories and, and, and get, you know, cousins involved and people involved and sketches and different things. So it's yeah. a lot of fun, man. Yeah. That's all. That's awesome. I wanted to ask, I know this is, this has been on everyone's mind. Um, uh, W's pizza versus glorious pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Debbie's pizza. Yeah, I was just looking at the Paul River First Nation website, and they had two pizza joints listed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I gotta know. If, Keith. If, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Keith, there's Keith is the guy you actually want to go see. We have, uh, yeah, he goes. He has like a, a proper kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And he does pizza. Everybody, all our stores are just guys with it's just people with first names. That's all it is. We got Georges, we got Ray's, we got Suzanne. <laughs> the only stores we have here in the reserve. <laughs> but I'm, to I'm not going to put nobody, no pizza makers out there. I get no. That's that's sacred. We can we can be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, man. That's fair. That's fair. Was it? It was around. We were just talking before we were recording. Was it around this time last year that uh, you went out to Vancouver to uh, be a part of that that stand up special out there? Yeah, that was the um, the. New wave of stand-up. Stand yeah. It was yeah. almost a year, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it was actually a funny story because we were supposed to, me and my mom, like we're, uh, where I live, it's an isolated community. So um, uh, in the winter time, you can take a plane or you can use the, when the ice drive out um, a day before, we were supposed to jump on the plane and our vehicle on the Sunday, it, the vehicle didn't start. Like it, oh, it shit. froze. And it didn't start, and so we, like, we, I was like, oh man, I need to get to Winnipeg today. So we phoned the airport, and they had like one seat left for me, and they, they, they yeah, so they flew out, and I actually just by the skin of my teeth made it to the oh to Vancouver to take that special, and it was a great, special, but just this is some of the elements you have to deal with when when moving, you know, when you live when you live way to hell up north, man. But it's a uh, knock on wood we made it and you know we banged it out of the park so i shouldn't say bang we did a good job on that yeah you did yeah you did i remember okay i told you this okay. i was sitting in toronto and one of the comics who's on the show was like oh you're from winnipeg oh my god like do you know paul Roblowskis? i just got back from this thing and he just killed it and i was just like my heart grew like 10 inches <laughs> yeah and yeah, I had to go to the hospital cool. right yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask, when did you when did you make that move back from Winnipeg or from Winnipeg back to Poplar River First Nation? Because you were in the peg for a little bit. It's almost bit. been two years. The story is like I, I, we moved for like we lived here when we were little and then we moved to go to elementary school. We moved well, like in grade two. We moved back to the city and then we lived there. And then my parents ended up moving back when I was 16. And then my brother and my sister eventually moved back, but I stayed behind because of comedy. Um, yeah. I was like nine, like my early twenties when, when I got into comedy and it was between, I, I was like, I really wasn't making that much money. Times were kind of tough, but uh, comedy, it was just a neat, like it was just, it, it was just something I always thought about doing and it was just easy for me to do. And once I got into it, I, I never wanted to leave it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so if it wasn't like, and, and because of comedy, I was able to get my, 
my first job in radio and it led to everything else. So it was, I'm very, and it's weird because we, we talked about that, that Vancouver trip, mm-hmm. but it's crazy because it's, it's kind of humbling being here. Cause nobody really, I don't want to say they don't care about my comedy, but <laughs> like people in the reserve got more things to worry about than me being on JPL. So it's really humbling when you come back <laughs> yeah, home yeah. and they're like, yeah, yeah. I'd rather talk about me being on the radio than me being the stand-up comedy, which is, it's, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice for the ego, Yeah, I, I think, so. Yeah, it's a good balance, eh? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I remember, like, so over the last two years, with you living in Poplar River, but you make it down to Winnipeg every, I don't know, every little while or whatnot, it's always such yeah. a joy, and it's always such, like, a, a testament, I guess, to that natural ability you have when you're on stage doing stand-up is, like, I feel like you could take years off, come back, and it'd be like you never yeah. left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just, you got that it's great innate. energy. Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, yeah, I feel. I, I mean, you're always. I feel like you're never done learning how to do stand up, but I feel like I I know what I'm capable of at this point in my career. I'm almost 15 years into it, and I think I found my voice, and I think I know who mm-hmm. I am now. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah, I don't I don't miss a, I don't miss a beat really when I go back on stage, and it's. I, every time I take a break, I always come back a little bit stronger. So I do yeah. that, you know, 12 times a year now. <laughs> That's how I look at it. <laughs> have, you, have you done any of the online shows, Paul, since, uh, since things have been locked down? No. I've, I've been asked to do a couple online shows, but just because, like, you can see now some of the issues we're having just with the Zoom, and, mm-hmm. and I just, I can't have you know, buffering issues mess up my punchline. Like I can't, yeah. I can't yeah. deal with that. Yeah. So I've done, um, like I said, I've got a bunch of equipment here. So I have been able to do um, pre-recorded shows where it's me standing up and just like, I'll, I'll cut to jokes that I have online and I'll cut to sketches that I've done in the past. And then I'll do, I'll tell stories. And um, so I've been able to do that. That's been fun. And that's kind of what got me doing the sketches and wanted to do a YouTube show. Um, online that's sort of what led me to doing that so uh, i have found ways around it but i'm i'm not a big fan of no audience yeah it was tough (laughs) the last live show i did i got very lucky i got to be a part of uh the john door show in october oh god um, right toronto right and it was it was so crazy because there was i think they were recording 60 sets in like two days oh my god and the crowds were i think there were about 10 people in the crowd there was about 50 mannequins saying like there was more mannequins than there was audience members so it's stressful for everybody and it was so yeah. weird because on the, there was like i'm with my heroes some of my guys i look up to and they're they're like i don't know about this and i, I'm like, I felt so at, so at ease just their struggle them struggling meant that i could struggle like easily so mm-hmm. uh, it was yeah. weird sort of last COVID show send off. Um, I just, I just don't want to do the zoom shows. And um, like I said, I'm lucky I'm working and I'm, I'm being creative with the sketches where I can sort of still have an outlet for that stuff, but I can't, I, I don't want to do the zoom shows. <laughs> not, going, not yet. Anyway, we'll yeah. see, but things, things are getting, we'll see, we'll see how things go. Yeah. yeah the only, the, the only zoom show that, that I've, that I, that I've done has been with Tim because I was like, I don't think that I just yeah. want to be talking into a camera. At least if I'm talking to Tim, we can be bouncing off each other, making each other laugh. Yeah. And, 
touching each other's private parts yeah, you know like it's, stuff like that it's like your your homemade porn videos too just making each other laugh yeah <laughs> it was to completion yeah, yeah. I've, I've always had I've, I've always had um i don't want to be all like corny but i've always approached comedy uh not on a spiritual level but like on a turn in terms of like we're sharing energies with mm. people and when it comes oh, yeah. like energy is such a huge part if you've seen my comedy you you understand like energy is a huge part of trying to grab grab everybody's attention and, and part of what i do yeah and, and it's and i i can't i can't it just if that's gone then that's that's a, that's a, like that's my weakness that's a big part of what i do yes and you kind of see my vulnerabilities when, when that's yes. not there and I, I just i don't need that to be out there yeah like, that, I, like i've that, seen that nights where you would walk on stage and just look at the crowd and they start busting up and, and it's not something that translates over zoom right because like yeah. it's just the slightest yeah. thing that you do uh but you know you, you, yeah. when you can only see from chin to forehead it, it doesn't translate which is unfortunate no I always have this energy of like, I'm about to say something stupid. Like that's yeah. like, I just look when I smile, yeah. it's like, oh, he's going to say something ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell immediately, as soon as he goes up there, I'm like, ah, he's going to say something ridiculous. <laughs> that's why I also feel like taking a, a break um, from stand up can be so good for you, as you said, because sometimes you need to like go away to get your energy right to love it again yeah. and to want to be there again yeah. and uh instead of just like showing up and and hating everyone you know yeah yeah and it's it, it's nice that it means a lot more to you when you do it less like it, it's just time taken away it's, and we're all going to feel that when we go back it's like man this, we realize you know you don't know what you got till it's gone oh yeah and and, and doing that to yourself sometimes <sighs> is important especially in comedy so i can't oh, yeah. it's it's going to be nuts it's going to be like I, i've fantasized about what you know the day back with the energy mm. in the room uh, yeah. just everybody's going to be everybody's going to be laughing everybody's going to be smiling there's going to be no bad sets everybody's going to be just <laughs> grateful for each other's presence speak it's to gonna yourself it's going to be amazing <laughs> I'll be the only one bombing after <laughs> people are like, can we go yeah. back in our houses alone? <laughs> yeah. Or just that guy. <laughs> Damn, I, I've been watching. It's, it's, it's funny. I, I, I try not to download stuff cause we got like really slow internet, but I, I recently just got into Alan Partridge and oh, uh, like yeah. all the amazing content and I'm, I'm watching this stuff and i'm like this is tim gray from 2008 this is basically <laughs> this is timmy this is where it's, I, I now understand tim gray comes from i get it i get it 1.0 yeah real funny stuff <laughs> real funny stuff though um i know it's a cheesy thing to ask uh in like a comedy interview but yeah, i was reading the cbc oh, interview that you did when that new wave came out and you just briefly mentioned mm -hmm. just uh, some show in uh, small town saskatchewan that was one of the worst shows but, yeah and it piqued my interest yeah. what was that show like do you want to talk about it, it, was, <laughs> it <too> <laughs> you know i don't want to talk about it i'm not gonna say the name i saw what happened to andy noble on uh, with the paw there on ctv oh, yeah, news i'm yeah. not gonna mention the name of the town yeah right they came at him 
Yeah, they they wear pitchforks and shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Andy Noble went on CTV in, in like local news in Winnipeg, and he talked about uh, these Zoom shows that he's been doing with Rumors every Friday, which is great, great shows, yeah. a lot of fun. And uh, he yeah. mentioned that it's better than performing at the pod having <laughs> beer cans thrown at you. Which is a thing that happened to Andy. Like he was performing at a, the bar in, by alcoholics. By alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the, at the Alouette in the paw, and he had beer. Cans I was at that show. Out. You were. Oh no! I was way. at that show. Yeah, it's a legendary show. People were throwing beer cans. Chad, Chad was on stage, and a biker guy walked beside me. He's like, "I think I want to beat this guy up." And I was like, oh, "Don't, please don't." It was, it wasn't that bad though. It was fun. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good time. Sounds like it wasn't that. Saskatchewan bad. show was awful though. Yeah, small town Saskatchewan. Me, myself, Ryan Ash, who's another incredible uh, Canadian comic out of Edmonton, mm-hmm. uh, former Rumors host, and um, uh, Jordan Wellwood again, same thing, another great comedian. Uh, based out of Winnipeg, we went to the small yeah. town Saskatchewan, and uh, I didn't. I, I go into town assuming that there's like nobody's racist. That's how I always go approach <laughs> most things that I do. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna yeah. assume that nobody racist. I love that. Crowd, let alone everybody. <laughs> let alone. I'm not saying you're all racist, but I. So I started. There, I did a joke. I looked. I, look, I looked them up on Google, and the town. They're all. They're they. Their hockey team was the Bumblebees, but the team name used to be Natives. They used to be oh. called the Natives, and they switched it to the Bumblebees. So oh. I went at them. I was like, how dare you replace us? Like, first of all, how dare you use the name in the first place? And second of all, how dare you replace us with Bumblebees? <laughs> yeah. So I kind of set the mood. Oh, it was like they didn't. And then watching my friend Ryan Ash go up, and then them just they just like they disrespected him while he was on stage and it was he, he after his set he walked into the woods he didn't say nothing to nobody he walked directly into the woods after the show based on how bad just walked into the night yeah <laughs> yeah and they love jordan wellwood i don't know why i don't i don't know they love jordan <laughs> jordan because <laughs> jordan he no, he puts out a great energy a of like a dad that's gonna wrestle you you know <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan did kill by the way. Jordan, yeah. Jordan was a pro that night, but me and Ryan, it was definitely the worst nights of our lives. Uh, there was more more shenanigans, but it's not not safe for not safe for work. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's hard to believe that I missed that shit right now. It's hard to believe that I missed that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I'd give it all. I trade it all. I trade all my nephews and nieces for for one night just like that again. <laughs> <laughs> For one night in a bad small town show. <laughs> oh, oh, please. Uh, Somebody spills beer on me. Uh, I'll take that, please. <laughs> Somebody night. pull me aside and tell me a uh, brutal joke. Please, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. For the love of God. Yeah. For the love of God. And, yeah. and pass it off as a story that actually happened to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? You told your son somebody's going to oh, get man. a hurt real bad. <laughs> real bad. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's not that far off that we'll be uh, uh, back in front of a live audience and making them laugh and making them forget their yeah, troubles. Of course. I'm sure. Sh- shaping up to be a good shummer, I think. I hope make, so. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. It's still cold. I, I'm betting the under. It's been cold. It's been really cold. Yeah. 
Batman. That's aiming for 2024. Yeah, that's right. I'm uh, I'm moving into my parents' house in the summertime, so you guys can come visit me anytime. We're going to move into a nice setup. I would love to come and visit you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all go. You guys, we can go. I can hire my cousin Dennis to take us on the boats, and then we go in the lake. We oh, drop nice. we drop some anchor. No, we no, we drop some lures. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we need to drop an anchor too. But, uh, yeah, I got a funny story. I'm gonna. I took. Uh, I I took. I'm in charge of these kids during the summertime, like the summer students, and we we were doing film stuff. Like we were making a, a like a documentary about Pop River. Nice. So uh, we hired my cousin uh, to take us out yes. on the boats. Uh, so we're at the fishing station, which is just right here. We're waiting for the boat to show up. These kids are fooling around. Kid drops spider-man cell phone into the water like a very expensive spider-man cell phone and uh, a little kid he's like he's like five feet nothing and he's like he comes up to me he's like paul i dropped my phone and i'm like it, it's by the uh, by the by the dock so i'm like it's shallow i said just jump in and go get it but i didn't know it was the fishing station so they dig oh, feet trenches so it's not shallow like 12 feet deep and this oh little kid God. he doesn't know how to swim but i little i was like you're gonna I was like, you'll jump in and you'll hit the you'll hit the ground right away. So the kid like jumps in and he comes out immediately and he he's like, I can't touch the ground. I can't touch the ground. So I'm like, like get up. <laughs> anyway, so and none of the kids we ended up having to go on the we went and get shots of everything and we came back and I ended up jumping around and I swam around for his phone. We found his phone like an That's after awesome. like a half hour, but that's great that it started with him losing his phone and it ended with him getting completely soaked. <laughs> and almost drowning. The I'm, yeah. I'm in charge of this kid. Like I shouldn't have been in charge of these kids, man. I'm like, jump in. What are you looking at me for? Jump in. All the look on his face when he came up. It was, it was terrible. You should have used a taller was, kid to test it out. I definitely thought he was going to die. <laughs> yeah. Grab a taller That's what I said to my ankle. cousin. I'm like, these kids aren't tall like they used to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys would love it up here, though. You have pickerel for days. We'd be catching pickerel for days. Yeah. I love pickerel. That's one of my favorite things. Love pickerel? I had it this summer with. Uh, I had I had it this summer with some curry spice, some mango curry spice. Ooh. Just fried in some Oof. butter. Oof. Hey, now let me ask you this. Pickerel cheeks. Had- is that literally the cheek? Yes, it is. It, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's mm-hmm. like potato chips. It's it's like, it's a delicacy. They're so good. You deep fry them, a little bit of garlic batter. Oh, oh my Lord. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. We're getting the listener hungry the if they aren't is- already. <laughs> yeah. The best is I've had pickerel caught and like my mom filleted it and like fried it on the rocks where we caught it. And I'm like, oh, oh that's fresh. Holy fried it on the still rocks. Shaking. It's, it was, uh, yeah, you make a fire on the rocks, you make some tea, you make, you have, you usually have like some grub. So you have some bannock, you fry up the, you fillet the fish, fry it up. You got the batter and everything. Ooh. Like it's like within oh, it. minutes of catching it. It's, 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 yeah, battered it. My mom's oh. got the batter played out. Like fresh, oh, wow. and then you wash it down with like tea and bannock. Oh, Ooh. oh, Ooh. oh! Forget Ooh. about it. Forget Come about on. it. Ooh. You got a whole fridge with you. We don't want our land, we don't want our land back anymore. We don't want our land back. You guys can have it. You guys can have it all. It's all good now. I hate to say this, but there. 
There is. Money paints the res is such an awful place. It's fucking paradise here, bro. I love it. <laughs> Everything worked drinking, out just well, fine. I, I get my drinking water out of. That's the only thing. I have to buy my drinking water from the store, though. I don't yeah. like. I can't drink my tap water, so that's the only. I get lazy. Hmm. I got lazy on Sunday. I was like, I'll go. I'll get water tomorrow, and then I drank all my water like at midday, and I was like. I have no water. <laughs> I, dr- I ate soup because I was thirsty. I had chicken. <laughs> what do you just, do when you run out of soup? Don't feel bad for me, though. I could have went to the store. <laughs> I could have went to the store, though. Don't feel bad. Is it, is it true what they say about, like, uh, the cost of produce and stuff like that up there? Well, or is everybody lying? <laughs> is everybody lying to me? <laughs> no, it's bad. It's still bad. It, it's crazy. I... I'll go and spend like at least fifty dollars worth of groceries and come out at like at, at a, with a two hundred dollar bill. Like that's how bad it is. It's Jeez. I don't even pay attention to how much things cost mm-hmm. anymore because right. I just know it's going to be expensive. Uh, but they yeah. they do subsidize the fruit and the vegetables, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, that, fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Northern. <laughs> Thank you, government. We're hoping yeah. to get fast internet this summer too. That's like the next. If I if I get internet fast internet here, I will. There, I won't have to leave the reserve yeah. ever again. Elon Musk actually is. Ex- I sent Elon Musk's yeah. company uh, an email, <laughs> and we're hoping to get them. <laughs> so it's uh, there's nope. one bright. I can see one bright satellite, and yeah, I never feel alone. I never feel alone. I didn't <laughs> see one month being a curve. Like, yeah, I like to imagine there's day, somebody inside the satellite, like pressing their hand against the window as they're floating by. <laughs> <laughs> Help! <laughs> One of his forty sons, or whatever, doesn't he have like a million kids? Does he? I think so. Yeah, I think he has so many sons. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, that's why he's doing all this satellite stuff he's like yeah. well how the fuck am i gonna support this <laughs> i gotta go to space i've heard of 40 nights <laughs> this is crazy boys are expensive <laughs> yeah no kidding and and like those pass me downs aren't gonna last past like the 12th kid you know? Yeah, he's got so many kids, he's naming them just numbers now. <laughs> like a star? Yeah. Number 191.867. <laughs> yeah, didn't like his last He was hanging kid... out with some stand-up comedians recently. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, can... really? Yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, one of the... Yeah, he was hanging out, and then one of the comedians, and I think it was Chappelle who got COVID yep. from that little get-together. No with way. Grimes. With Grimes. That's just for me reading yeah. it. Yeah, because I think Grimes, a bunch of them. I think Grimes had COVID and then gave it to Dave Chappelle, which is like, how fucking ridiculous a sentence is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how honored would you be to be that COVID though? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What an amazing story. Oh, to be COVID on the wall at that party. Cheery. <laughs> Didn't um isn't isn't Grimes and Elon Musk's new baby named like a symbol? Isn't it like a symbol? I think it's not it, even a word. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's something something crazy. And then they had like it's the state of California stuff. wouldn't register it or something like that, so they had to be like, "Fine, it's Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> Fine, just call him Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Matt, I understand you had something interesting happen to you this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I I saw a pack of coyotes running around my apart near my apartment block. <laughs> in the building. <laughs> <laughs> in the building, yeah. Somebody let them in. I tell them, look, if you don't know them, don't let them in the building. And here they are. <laughs> you they were wearing one trench coat. Where are you? <laughs> I thought I, th- I thought I saw these coyotes in the building last week visiting Unit 205. So. Just going door to door asking for smokes. <laughs> They're selling MTS. They're stealing all the Amazon packages. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're registering people to vote. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get it? We have our own key, actually. The government gives it. Uh, no, I, I'm in Point Douglas, uh, and I'm right by the river, so I saw them running down the river. And I was in, like, my house coat in the morning drinking coffee, like, this ain't right. I better call the cops. <laughs> As you do. And, I love uh, the idea of like both you and, and the coyote like just sharing a glance like, did he see us? He saw us. <laughs> do you think he saw us? <laughs> it was, it was, it was let bizarre. Let them be, man. It was bizarre. There was let like them, four let, of them. Let the brothers walk. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't realize this. So I, I did call the government on them. And, uh, <laughs> of course. I, I, uh, just the city. Yeah. Just the city, but then the city bumped it up to provincial, and oh uh, shit! So they were like, "We're gonna get conservation to call you." And then con- this converse- conservation guy called me, and he's like, uh, "So what would you see?" I was like, "Yo, man, I saw four coyotes. It was crazy." He's like, "That's completely normal. It's completely normal in Winnipeg." They will- I was like, "Yeah, but they're running on the river." He's like, "Yeah, they use the river like the- it's like their highway." You're weird. You're, you're the weird one. A lot of people don't know yeah, this. That's, yeah. that's pretty much what he, he was like. Um, yeah, it's what? completely adorable. Have you ever seen a pack of wild dogs in Winnipeg? I don't know, man. Anyways, that's why I called them. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you see a pack of wild dogs in Winnipeg, don't bother. Yeah, yeah. Be like, they're just having fun. Yeah. They like to jump around. It's fun for them. <laughs> well, they weren't jumping. They've got good hearts. <laughs> I saw a deer walking down the back lane in, in, in Osborne Village a couple summers ago. And that what? was really weird. Yeah. In Osborne Village, just clopping along. That's a deer yeah. that has nothing to live for at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, when did they close that's the That's a deer that's given up. <laughs> Osborne's different, man. It's about his team. Where's George's? <laughs> um, my parents saw, or they knew someone who saw a um, a cougar take down a, a a deer on on the river this this winter, Whoa. like around in Beaudry Park. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, That's there's crazy. cougars, man. This, uh, this, 
sorry, I think I might have saw a cougar as well, but it was uh, it was a large cat. What happened was uh, my toilet, my water tank wasn't working or my water pump wasn't working. So I you I went outside in the morning to use the bathroom and I didn't have my glasses on or my contacts. <laughs> oh, and I literally God. went around the house and I thought I saw a cat. I was like, oh, it's a kitty cat. And I'm like, this is a large, like it was a lynx or it was like a small. <laughs> I was just like, well, I'm going to go back. I just, okay, he ran and I went back home. And I was like, I'm never going outside without my glasses ever again. The jungle would eat me alive. <laughs> just immediately at this huge Dana, In the city, where, whereabouts, whereabouts did you see that day again? Or did... Uh, Oh, Did that's outside that? the city. My parents live outside the city, but only just. It's okay. like around Headingley, you know? So it's like pretty much the yeah. city, you know? So it's like from okay. here where I live, which is like off Jubilee, it's like a 25-minute, 30-minute drive. Um, and yeah, they saw it taking down a deer. Whoa. I'm whoa. way more afraid of that's cougars terrifying. than I am of bears or wolves or a pack of coyotes. I think cougars are the most lethal. Yeah, they seem that way. No, you should be no, no. That list of animals you just listed, you should be afraid of those ones just as equally. <laughs> those ones, there's some scary ones. Yeah. Yeah, I, but there was. They didn't tell me this. We had fireworks uh, just across the river on New Year's, but mm -hmm. nobody told me this. So for ten minutes straight, I literally thought a bear was breaking into my house. That's what the fireworks <laughs> sounded like inside of my house. Oh, and it wasn't even funny. I was panicking because I don't have a phone. I don't have a telephone. And I was like, I couldn't see where the bear was coming. I kept looking, and oh. I didn't want to go outside the house. I kept, I couldn't see it. And it felt like it was banging on my window, like my room window. Oh. And I, I messaged my dad. I was like, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't, it was fine. And then I saw the fireworks and I was like, ah, ah, ah. you got me bear. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> a bear shooting off fireworks. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Bears on the phone with the government. <laughs> hey, somebody's lighting up totally fireworks. Bears. <laughs> bears on the phone pretending to be the government. Like, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. You see a bear shooting off fireworks yeah. yeah they do that all the time on the river it's like their highway <laughs> wolves i'm t in the winter time it's wolves t like oh like honestly there's wolves that come into town and they like they'll they'll take dogs <laughs> they'll like Ooh. grab dogs Ooh. from uh, like, people's yards mine Whoa. and uh yeah so <laughs> i just i think about the dogs Yoink. because the Imagine the dogs are actually afraid of the wolves. Imagine being afraid of something that looks like you, but oh. bigger than you, that only oh. comes around seasonal. And and it's like I can't imagine like the mind trip that is for the dogs, man. Yeah, because I think the dogs the want to play with the wolves ever, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> that's, that's every Friday night for Matt. Oh, God. <laughs> that ten I'm years that it. we spent at that's the Toad. <laughs> <laughs> looking up at all these roid jocks like, you yeah. look like me but jocks <laughs> yeah that's why i've never understood why someone would date why 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 anyone would date someone much much stronger than them like i've always maintained that i would like to be able to at least put up enough of a fight yeah. to be able to wound them and get away <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've dated someone only mildly taller than me or shorter than me. <laughs> I think that's a solid policy. 
yeah, yeah. it's a good policy yeah. or someone like tim who who's just got such a soft heart <laughs> that i can rip it out so of his enlarged. chest <laughs> i always make sure i date somebody littler than me too yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't put that on your tinder yeah, like, I don't have a <laughs> Must be must be smaller than me. Must be must be able to dominate you. Yeah, I must be. Must able not to. be able to run more than fifteen kilometers an hour. I have to be able to wound you. <laughs> no pension for calling the cops. Oh, oh. Uh, do you guys want to play a game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure, let's play a game. All right. It's time to play a very special game that we put our own little title on it. We like to call it Two Truths and a Lie. (laughs) Matt, do you want to explain to the listener how this game works? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, So Two Truths and a Lie is a wonderful game we love to play uh, where one of us will say three statements, two of which are true, one of which is a lie, and it's the rest of the group's uh, responsibility to figure out which statement is the lie. Uh, helping us out with that this week is our honored guest from Poplar River, Manitoba. Poplar River, First Nation. Poplar River, First Nation. Paul Roblowskis. hey <laughs> Alrighty. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys good? Oh, yeah. I think we're good. All right. So when I was uh, eight, all right, when I was 18 years old, uh, on uh, my mom's birthday, I spent $140 and took her to go see a Neil Diamond real close up to the stage. And I was 18 and I dressed like a homie. I had my hat up. I had my hoodie up. And by the end of it, I got emotional when he sang I Am during the second encore. Like emotions, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love it. So good. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> Secretly. Uh, I fantasize and I'm obsessed about getting into the world of ASMR. Oh. It's to the point where I feel like I could start my own channel. I could hold on. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's, it's Our ASMR something heads that are going I, I nuts. think about a lot. Yeah, it's something that I think about a lot and, and, and is definitely something that I uh, would get into and will get into eventually. Okay. Wow. Okay. And the final one is my dad happens to be good friends with country superstar, Canadian country superstar, Charlie Major. And I've spent pretty much my uh, entire adulthood trying to make him my friend. <laughs> and that's yeah, because him and my dad, him and my him and my dad aren't that close anymore. But like, um, I'm hoping that like he'll let me open for him when things get like we're taught. We've talked a bunch of times, and we've talked actually about like when things get back to normal. Maybe I get to do some opening spots uh, on some Char- Charlie Major shows uh, when things get back to normal. Hopefully, recent inductee to the Canadian Country Music Hall of Fame. He's a legend. He's wow. a legend. Nice. Absolute legend. Oh. Guy too, real nice guy. <clears throat> wow. Huh. Well, that is a great. That is yeah. a great. I don't mind saying it. That's a great three true. Uh, <laughs> two truths <laughs> and a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think that. Oh, and I want that first one to be true so bad. Neil Diamond, <laughs> come on. 
That guy will turn you into a puddle. Talk about energy. He's got it. Um, okay, so I want that to be true. The second one, the ASMR. I know you'd be great at it. Um, but I'm going to say... Uh, okay, so I'm going to say the Charlie Major is the lie, and it's actually Charlie Minor. <laughs> uh, I think that the first one is a lie. I feel like it's like it wasn't Neil Diamond, or but it was like maybe like Billy Joel or something like that. Nice. Okay. Uh, I Paul's think not a, not a not a Billy Joel fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one is definitely true. I've seen Paul reference Neil Diamond a hundred times on stage. In fact, sometimes he sits on the stool and calls it his Neil Diamond acoustic set. <laughs> I know he loves Neil Diamond, so oh, this is absolutely true. Um, the ASMR thing. It sounds I think, true. I think that could be true, too. Yeah, you're, like you said, you're getting very creative in uh, during the lockdown, but even just being out at Poplar River uh, seems to have uh, helped br- you uh, explore other avenues. So I think that's true. I think that the, ch- the Charlie Major is, uh, I think that's the lie. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think the Neil Diamond one is true as well. I think the I think the ASMR is the lie. I think you're maybe thinking Foley, but not quite ASMR yet. <laughs> Ooh, um, somebody went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's everyone locked in. So I'll do a little yeah. drum, drum roll, drum roll, ba boo boo. All right. <laughs> you want to know something? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I, I'm not, I don't even like I don't even like Charlie Major in real life. I have actually beef with Charlie Major. <laughs> he kind of big time me at a show. He big time me in Fisher River Creek Nation, man. I was opening, I was the host of that show, and he was strumming, and I was just like, "Hey, my auntie's a huge fan." And he's like, "Cool, man." And I was like, "Okay, oh. make some room in the fridge, Charlie Major." <laughs> mind. Don't care from. Don't want to be friends. Don't need to be friends. <laughs> he needs you, man. <laughs> so the lie is the Charlie Major. That's great. Okay, so great stories. So can you can you walk? Good job. Us? You guys know. You guys knew. I know. You, you know. You know. I, I, there's very few things about me in my life. I have. There's Fraser, Neil Diamond, and I'm from the Res. Like there's not much to me, man. Got me down to a peg. <laughs> I thought I was unique. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, those are some great uh, idiosyncrasies of yours. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, what do you think is the best? I just heard idiot, man. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best live show you've uh, live concert you've ever seen, Paul? Would you say is Neil Diamond up there? Number one. Neil Diamond is. Uh, I haven't actually seen that many concerts in my time so neil diamond I, it's either that or between it's that between that and gob at the at the x well, like, i remember listen, that three. listen to this range you're too neil diamond at the mts the old arena neil diamond arena for almost 
front row or gob with all of my cousins. I don't want. I don't. I don't want them there. I don't know. It was. Yeah, Neil Diamond definitely. definitely. I love that. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I feel like we're all in that age range that we all saw Gob, like not by any doing of our own. Yeah. We just, there's it- no way to not see Gob. Yeah, yeah I'm not a yeah. Gob fan, but I think I also saw them at the Red River X. Yeah, Gob is in like the background of so many of my photos from when I met a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the name of that song that they did with the music video where it's like uh, go da, 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 for a in the high school like football field at I night? Yeah. Calling, calling from the night, and it's all bad. <laughs> 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 what do you attribute your your diversity of musical tastes to paul we're all the same we all grew up on the same shit we all so like it's like much music whatever power 97 was playing whatever much more music Uh was playing so it's like i feel i feel like when we get together and we can just start singing song like it's like it's do's Canadian like it's summertime in the woods I can belt off a cereal Joe it's all a mistake how <laughs> much can I take where are oh, you yeah. going we can, but all that makes sense to me but where does Neil shit. Diamond come from that comes from my uncle. That comes from my uncle Norman's depression. <laughs> that came from. That came from him needing a needing a voice in his life. <laughs> and me driving with him down the road, and he, he put the tape in, and he's like, "Uncle Norman going through shit. He's tearing up." And Neil Diamond oh, no. was there for him, and I saw that. I saw that emotion. Oh. And I felt it. I felt yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's real life. Gob never made my uncle feel that way. <laughs> Imagine somebody who does feel that way about Gob. <laughs> <laughs> they always tear up at a Gob show. <laughs> they take their mom to a Gob show. Only Gob can judge me now. Imagine your uncle <laughs> takes you Gob down the road. <laughs> And puts in a gob tape and is like I'm going through some hard times. Yes. <laughs> oh. You give her the shush treatment like uh, Elaine on Seinfeld. You got to turn the radio. You got none now. Uh, and then ASMR, so we can expect maybe some of that coming down the pipeline to do some live ASMR shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm kind of scared. I kind of want to eat stuff, but I'm scared. Oh. Like I want like there's ASMR where you're allowed to eat stuff. That's kind of what I want to do, but I'm scared. What would you eat? A rice krispie, rice no rice chips, like the rice cakes. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. crunchy. They have a good texture yes. to them. Yeah. Okay. I think you should do it because you're scared. Like that's that's the mark. That's the mark <laughs> of of true vulnerability and your yeah. true calling. You have yeah. to go into the fear, Paul. Yeah. True vulnerability. You're Terrified a performer. Is. You you just got to go in. Yeah. Courage. Do something that scares you every day, they say. Maybe I maybe I can throw some like first nation like moose meat. Like I can eat uh, moose no. meat or like rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it. I would make ASMR. I would make it ASMR for indigenous people, but um 
like I don't want to play into stereotypes, but our people are bad of hearing. So oh, it's that's, like, a, huh? that's it's a lot of huh? stereotype I've ever heard. I've never, I've never heard, heard that. Our people, what? yeah, our people, we don't hear very well. If you notice, you see a lot of native people going, huh? It's a lot of that. <laughs> really? So, yeah. oh, I've never noticed that. There's a fear. Yeah, there's a fear. There's so that's a there's a weird market to corner. Because mm-hmm. they got to listen. That's the whole point is them listening extra. You got to listen extra in ASMR. <laughs> yeah, right. it's really like... That's the point. Heavy heavy metal listening. Like, you just got to be really... Yeah. Mm, what's your favorite ASMR thing? Like, what's your favorite sound, would you say? Uh, I don't like... Ta- Actually, I'm not a big fan of the tapping. I'm more of a fan of, like... I have, this is one ASMR lady, like she reads, she does the entire uh, play Hamilton in like just whispering. I like that because oh. it's long and it's it won't wake me up. It's just mostly for sleeping, yeah. Oh, that'd be nice, yeah. And I like uh, soft singing. Yes. The whisper singing is very nice. I, I was going to do it and then I changed <laughs> I wouldn't on my channel anyway. I wouldn't there. I wouldn't. <laughs> I hear you calling <laughs> <laughs> out in the night. Now, are, I love it. I love it. Are any of you uh, mist- as mistrusting as I am? I'm always worried that these people are gonna at the end they're gonna like blast me. You know? I, yeah, I oh, feel yeah, like, like it's a prank. Like Rick rolled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get pranked. Yeah, and then I'm gonna lose my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> And my apartment. I'm worried about that. That's a definite. That's a definite fear. <laughs> that's something you got to worry about. Preachers. You, you got to go to a trust. trusted channel. You got to go to someone. Yeah. You got to go to someone that you've already built the trust with. But what if it's a long con? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna do is have been going for five years just so that they can get you. <laughs> Well, then they deserve it. Yeah, I think yes. Yeah, that's a good prank then. Then good on that. If they yeah. pull that off, kudos. Oh, my God. Just for laughs, gags, long cons. It's like a gritty Netflix series where it's like hour long, like 90 minute episodes of just pranking one guy. They get married. <laughs> get divorced that's the whole thing they, they have a child together and everything <laughs> they have a kid yeah and then, and then his wife and kid get like get like kidnapped or something like that and then somebody walks out and just points to where the cameras are <laughs> look, at <the> <laughs> look at the camera they're dressed like a nun yeah <laughs> My kid is not dead. <laughs> that's not your kid. That's actually a, an actor. He's thirty-four. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> well, that actually brings us into another segment. That's a great sketch idea. Yeah, we've been uh, on this new on the season two of the Hunks podcast. We're doing things a little bit differently, where we. We're kind of, uh, towards the end of it, we're ending it off with a segment where one of us presents some ideas for some sketches, and then we can uh, shoot the shit on them and riff on them, talk about them, uh, elaborate on the worlds that we're trying to create. Uh, So uh, this week, Matt has some sketch premises for us. So what do you got for us, Nighty? Let's let's hear it. Okay. 
you're probably going to want to stop at one because these are so good. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what about, okay, you know the, the scenario where, like, uh, somebody's about to get hit by a bus or something in the movies, and then yeah. somebody dives and, and gets them out of the way? Yeah. Classic okay. scenario, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this person that's about to get hit by a bus, and then this guy runs and dives, but way under judges it and doesn't even come close to getting it and then looks up and sees the person get hit by a bus. He hits the side of the bus. Yeah. Right in the ad. I'm sorry. I used to be much stronger. Classic wedding singer. Oh, man. Maybe the, you know maybe never... the bus door is open. He jumps in. <laughs> <laughs> Two eighty-five, please. <laughs> he was worried about missing the bus the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or there could be like he does make it in time and push pushes them out of the way of like a slow-moving bus and into the into the oncoming fast-moving bus. Fast traffic. The bus was stopping anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the bus was already going to stop. <laughs> he pushes him into like into the open door of the bus. <laughs> you know what I never understood was that trope when it played out in movies. Someone jumped and like pushed someone out of the way, and then they got hit by the bus. Like, how does that work? I don't understand. Like, you'd right. Wouldn't you just keep moving? No, I think yeah, I realize that somebody in, has to. <laughs> yeah, why do yeah. you have to take the force of the bus? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing that I hate the most from uh, like movie tropes that's really I think maybe in the last like seven eight years or whatever is I've seen this so much is they're driving in a car everything's going great they're singing they're happy they look back yeah. at the kid in the back seat <laughs> I know it's coming I I see it and then yeah. the camera is facing the side of the vehicle all of a sudden there's a fucking truck and yeah now we just got hit by a truck. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it feels like you got hit by a truck emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that's that. A, they I always leave enough framing. Group. You can always tell. They just yes. lost enough frame. Just yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 Like, why am I seeing? Why am I seeing more world all of a sudden? Why am I seeing more of the world that I'm not seeing? <laughs> yeah. 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 When regular yeah. people are like, "Why is this framed weird?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is it different? Norman Jewison's <laughs> not doing his job properly on this one. <laughs> okay. uh, you guys want another uh, sketch idea? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, how about yes, this one? Okay, uh, so a guy, wakes, he's in the hospital, he's got amnesia, and he is convinced that he used to be a secret agent for the CIA, <laughs> but he was actually just a guy who masturbated racehorses. Why? Why did he masturbate? Like, was that his job or his That was our job. That's a job. That was his job beforehand. Uh, and so his whole life now is like, no, I'm pretty sure I was a CIA agent. What about this huge sock? It must have held a gun. And then his family's like, no, man. And he tries to do a bunch of martial arts, but the only thing he's good at is whipping nunchucks around. And this movement, the hand yeah. up and down movement. That's it. And he's like, well, why do I have this huge gun? And then 
if I'm not a spy. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's to put down the horses that refuse to get masturbated. Or something. <laughs> a horse can refuse to get masturbated. It's no nut November. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that oh, is a job. That's crazy. Why? To calm them down? Well, I, I read a little bit about this. <laughs> it is, yes, to calm down the female horses um, and because they're like, can be very anxious. It's a way to calm their anxiety. But mm-hmm. for the males, uh, particularly if they're like triple crown contenders, that is the bloodline. So, right people will pay millions of dollars to get some of that semen to create (laughs) another, another triple crown winner. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you gotta uh, get that out of them. So it must pay pretty well if it's expensive jizz. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't work a day in your life if you do what you love. (laughs) (laughs) I think Bloomy used to have a joke about that where he oh, was yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, thing when did. you're hiring that, you can't hire someone who really wants the job. Yeah, yeah. You gotta find somebody who wants it, but not too badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, have so you think, guys, has anybody here ever jerked off an animal? No! Oh my god, Tim! <laughs> I once let my dog hump my leg for longer than I should. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. What? Because, okay, so the dog would hump legs. We've all experienced this, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the dog would hump legs and my parents would be like, quit that. And then this one time I was like, well, the parents aren't around. Why are they fucking getting on this dog's case all the time? What's he, what what is he hurting? Yeah. And then my dad comes around the corner. He's like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) What? He like jumps, pushes the dog into a bus. <laughs> yeah. I, I, by the way, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, before you know like what's actually happening. I, I remember there was like this small family gathering. It was just me and my uncle and my dad. And, uh, Dana, I think you were there. It's at my uncle's place and we were like sitting, sitting around and they have this big, big black lab and uh, the lab was like sitting in the middle of this family gathering and it was a bit somber like we were talking about my great aunt that had just passed and uh then the dog started licking its hog and getting this huge <laughs> gross dog <laughs> erection right in the middle of the room like oh no oh, this is big so pink gross. fucking oh gross ah like, dog erection can't have gross. any serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like a nightlight. Shiny too. (laughs) Yeah, so bright. That's I'm always thinking about how bright those things are. It's like eyes are so shiny. (laughs) We are. We have wild. We have. We had plenty of wild like red dogs. But yeah, I I I have an attachment, and then you look over, and then he's got like he's 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 licking himself, and I'm just like, what, dude? So fucking gross. But that's why I got, that's why we got, like, I was like, I refuse to get a male dog because I just can't stand the lipstick. Like, I can't stand the dog wiener. And, right. and, and, but then we got Peggy, who, who wasn't spayed. Um, she's a, she's a girl. And, uh, mm-hmm. and she yeah. would just go to fucking town on herself. 
until she got spayed. And part of it was because she was getting her period. Really? Yeah. Which is also gross, but I maintain that dog wieners and and humping is grosser than a than a dog period because she can't help it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, I can't either. I feel like yeah. yeah. Unless unless they're having like sex, I think an erection for them is always accidental. Yeah. That's why yeah. I'm like I tried not to be too weirded out, right. but like I was in grade eight seeing my dog's erection for the first time. I tried my hardest not to be weirded out. Yes. So hard. I love this guy. Yeah. I was weirded out. And I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been. Yeah. I shouldn't have been. Right. I shouldn't have been. It's natural, it's normal. No big deal, right? My friend's dog used to, and this is the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen in a dog. She used to sneak up. We would be like sitting on the ground because we'd be out on a canoe trip or something like that. So we'd be sitting on the ground and she would sneak up behind you. And the only way that you that you knew she was there is that you just felt this faint like sniffing and licking of your ear. Mm. And she was really, really into ears, and she'd be humping the air behind you. She'd be, like, as far away as she could be, sniffing and licking your ear and humping the air behind you. It was so, so weird. (laughs) That is so weird. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't sound that. It kind of sounds like, it sounds a little bit like ASMR, just a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like dog ASMR. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that's totally cool, actually. I think it's cool that the dog did that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I never thought of it like that. It's kind of like normal? meditation, right? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe she was just centering herself. I, I had a standoff with the neighbor's dog. Cause, um, here, here, here on the reserves, the dogs run wild, right? There's no indoor dogs. So the neighbor's dogs do whatever the hell they want. So I I was out in the yard and then uh, the neighbor's dog just showed up and we both startled each other. And then so he started growling at me and it was a, we literally had like this stand. I was literally in my yard for 40 minutes just looking at him, waiting for him to chill out. And like he was growling every time I moved, he would like growl and come at me. So like I was I just felt like such a victim, like I was victimized by my neighbor's dog. Like, I couldn't go anywhere for 40 whole Oh God, I hate that. Scary. I hate that. But I'm okay. He's okay now. I fed him. I, I I saw him the other day, and then I fed him some food, and I think we're okay now. I gave him some old old turkey sandwich meat. <laughs> I think we're cool now. <laughs> Better be. <laughs> That's hard. That's a hard dynamic. Matt, any more sketch pitches for I'm us? Just trying to live my own life in my in my own yard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what about a guy who uh, who took like a twenty year vow of silence, and then the you know the timer just went off, and so now he's got twenty years of shit that he just really wants to say. But really boring stories, boring story. <laughs> or else like he witnessed a murder. <laughs> and then he's at, he's at the police station the cops are like you could have written it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 he's the dumbest monk of yeah, all time yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the details are very fuzzy because it was 15 years ago but i know who jack the ripper is <laughs> He time traveled and revealed himself to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the world's shittiest monk. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a dumb, it's just dumb always on monk. Facebook. Lazy monk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing yeah. conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. QAnon. He's QAnon for sure. So he's growing his hair out. <laughs> Rock of the classic skullet look. <laughs> He's got a skull. <laughs> and when he, he plays in a band, speaks, when he finally speaks, he's got a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> he's got a Jersey accent. <laughs> hey, I can finally talk again. I don't know if that's a Jersey accent. All right, Forget now it's Jerry's time to shine. You guys hey. want to see my nipple piercing? Hey, look at the hooters on that one. <laughs> Those are some nice jugs right there. Hey, am I right, guy? Hey, come on. I'm talking for the first time in 20 years. Yeah. Lady, Wait. I've been meaning to tell you this for years. I love your jugs. <laughs> Larry, you can't say say that stuff now. It's been 20 years since you could talk. Like he went into the bow of silence before he hit puberty. <laughs> 10, and now he's 30. He's just got all this pent up. <laughs> Whoa, look at that weird dog dick. <laughs> And then, like, just for last gags comes out. You've <laughs> <It's like, laughs> <laughs> been long conned. <laughs> There's the camera. There's the camera. There's the camera. Nice. I like. I like world's stupidest monk. That's a. That's yeah. a fun premise. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I'm a big fan of stupidest man. Also. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're coming in on the end of this uh, podcast. For the listeners at home, I hope you're staying safe. Uh, listen on through to the very end of the episode because every episode of season two of the Hunks podcast, we are premiering a brand new sketch that we uh, wrote and recorded and rusty matthias our beautiful sound designer aka the jingle king he's put some beautiful audioscapes on it paul you remember rusty from the old uh, cavern days how good oh, how good were those oh, of course. days i love rusty oh. he commented on uh, he commented on a facebook post of mine maybe uh, two months ago so Get we're out of here. there he's still there <laughs> oh yeah love rusty so talented so talented <laughs> yeah yeah honestly yeah, big time. Um, yeah, so stay tuned to the very end of the episode to listen to that. Um, as far as plugs and stuff like that goes, uh, Paul, what do you got coming up? I know that, uh, I don't know if you want to uh, talk about it or whatnot, but I know that you and Pat Thornton were working on something. Is that still in the works? Uh, yeah, we're, we, we haven't written a lot recently, but it's still, hopefully, we're still waiting for bell to respond to some stuff but it's yeah. been a while since we've written but we're still you know yeah. we're still hoping that it's gonna get picked up and we're still gonna have a tv show yeah so uh everything that i heard about it make, yeah, makes but, me uh, so excited like so excited you know it's one of those things where it, it's beautiful we, we go ahead no i was just saying like you know uh fucking bells just got to get off their ass and get get going and make that move and if, if you're sitting i know i'm sending an email to bell tell him, tell him, tell him, to, tell him to get it going here 
It's really cool. I honestly think we're sitting on a cool project. I think this is a show that I've always said that I think our like First Nations people have always want. I've always wanted to see First Nations people put out there. It's a, it's a yes. it's a comedy. It's a you know it's both a family and yes. it's, it's 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 something that I just I feel like we need as part of our culture and it's, it's and we have so many good people on board and it's uh, you know so I just I you know keep an eye keep an eye open for it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it'll be out there yeah, one day. Fuck yeah! It will. It will. Yeah, man. And uh, you can, of course, check out Paul in the new wave of stand-up on CBC Gem. Um, mm-hmm. uh, highly, highly recommend that. That's one of the. That's one of the best like stand-up sets I've seen filmed in that in- environment. Thanks, it's, it's hard to be comfortable in that. It's hard to be yourself and be comfortable. It is. Like you mentioned in the beginning of the episode, how you're starting to feel like you found your voice or whatever. And I, fe- I feel like watching that was like watching Paul the, at the cavern or at. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. You know the old Jekyll and Hyde's ah. or the Standard, or, or uh, <laughs> I called it the Standard. I, what is it, the, the Rosen B now? Uh, handsome daughter now. Handsome daughter yeah. now. Handsome <laughs> daughter. Good God. Thank you. Been it a is. While, but yeah, it's, it it is tougher because I've done TV stuff, but I've never been that comfortable on TV before. So and and hopefully this new you'll in the new year. I don't know when it's coming out, but you, uh, my set on the John Doerr show. I think you'll see the same sort of Hell just yeah. me being comfortable and just just messing awesome. up. Nice. It's not so structured. So. Sweet. Yeah, and also uh, just add like add me on social media. Follow me on social media because I do have. I'm hoping in the springtime my YouTube sort of. We're gonna have sketches. We're gonna have like top five uh, videos for like top five native wrestlers, top five native comics. Fine, yeah. It's it's in, indigenous oriented, but it's like if you love me, then you'll you'll be a fan of this. Uh, so th- that hopefully that comes out in the spring. And then uh, you can catch me at like I'll be at the Northern Store tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Grocery shop at two. I'll be there between two and two thirty. Uh, but yeah, do you know what? Thank you guys so much for it. Honestly, it's it's been so long. Like I'm, I honestly, there's days where I feel super isolated and I'm so far and and from everybody. But it's days like this that it, it's like it's it feels like I'm in hanging out with y'all in your living room. So it yeah. feels. It feels really dope that I got to be a part of this. Yeah, thank you guys for that. Thanks for thank doing it. Yeah, Thanks for doing it. I wish we could just do this every fucking week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was dope. <laughs> I really enjoyed cancel this. Cancel all the rest of the guests. And it, was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just Graham Clark episode one and then nine episodes of us with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what did we say? I said we're going to call it Chunks, though. If we're going to do that, we have to call it Chunks. Because ah. I'm, I'm overweight. <laughs> LL. You guys want to see my treadmill? You want to see my treadmill? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, man. I bought that nine days ago. Yeah. I lost nine pounds in nine days, fellas. Oh, and Dana, I lost nine pounds in nine days. You're looking Whoa. good, man. You're looking you good. You are looking super really skinny. good. Yeah. Feeling super skinny. I miss fast food so much, though. I really do. <laughs> I miss fast food oh, a lot. That's bad for you. <laughs> doesn't make you feel good. Oh, fucking made me feel great today. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> of course it does. I knew it. I fucking knew it. You fucking of course it makes you feel good. Jesus Christ, Tim, shut up. Here. Sometimes, my, sometimes when I, I'll throw away meat and sometimes it'll be in my garbage for a while and sometimes it kind of smells like Burger King. Sometimes. Those are good days. I'm a good day. That's their secret recipe, old meat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, how new is this old meat? I mean, this at all. 
Do you just throw this away? Put it back. You can't be serving that. New wheat from last week. Wear that under your arm for a little while, okay? Um, so Hunks has a live sketch comedy album that we recorded in November of 2019 at We Johnny's that is going to be released sometime in the spring of this year. So get what? excited for that. It's going to be fucking great. It was a really great show. It was, it was like a it is exciting. perfect culmination of uh, the recording equipment working and the audience <laughs> wanting yeah. the show to be successful yeah. and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to, to get that into people's hands and yeah. get that out into the world. Who are you guys working on that? Is it just through you guys? Are you like you recording the album and putting out the album yourself? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's already recorded, and we're just uh, waiting on one more no from a record label. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have one we more have, no. We have almost all the no's we need. We just need one more. <laughs> <laughs> one more no, and then we'll just put it out ourselves. <laughs> Love it, uh, Rory. What, where else can people find Hunk stuff? Uh, you can find Hunks on YouTube and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual places at Hunks Comedy. We got a ton of video sketches that we've done over the years on our YouTube channel. So just go there and spend an afternoon uh, watching Great that stuff. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to fucking collaborate on some fun shit this summer, possibly. Some ASMR. Um, oh. ASMR Ooh. fishing trip. You promise? Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring our, we'll bring our recording equipment out to fucking you guys better not River. Be playing, you guys better not be pranking me. Oh, no. You guys better not be gagging me right now. <laughs> the long con. We'll put, a, we'll, we'll put out 10 albums together. <laughs> you guys fly out. You're not recording anything at all. <laughs> but and, Broke my heart. And that then hurt. it's just that a one, super loud me. noise right at the end. That one, that one really hurt. <laughs> we just set up a bunch of fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Dressed like bears. <laughs> Remember those things you're scared of? Remember all those things you told us you're terrified of, Paul? Bam! <laughs> <laughs> also, we, we released your ASMR album. <laughs> no! <laughs> all right. You know what? I'd still be happy just, just to spend time with y'all, even if all that went yeah. down. I'd still be happy because we got time spent. Sweet, sweet man. Yeah, man. All right, Paul. We love you so much. Yeah, man. I love you guys. Love you too. Take care. Onwards and upwards. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you soon. Honey, since it's your special birthday, why don't you go see if you can get a birthday boy tour of the cockpit? Great idea, Glenda. I mean, he only turned 60 once. Uh, excuse- Oh my god! What happened in here? Sir, I'm sorry. The pilot and co-pilot are passed out. I'm gonna need you to return to your seat with the other passengers while I try and find help. Now, please excuse me. I guess it's up to me now. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Greg Henderson. There's no easy way to put this, but the pilot 
and co-pilot are unconscious and unresponsive. Now, I may not know much about flying a plane, but that is the least of our concerns right now. I need everyone to remain calm, fasten your seatbelts, and prepare for takeoff. Sketch comedy group from Winnipeg, got it? They are Rory Fallis, Tim Gray, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded each week from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and editing and stuff like that by me, Rusty Mattias, at my home. And thanks again to this week's special guest, super special guest, Paul Rablowskis. I love Paul Rablowskis. Be sure to tune in next week to the Hunks Podcast and subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Have a great week, everyone. Okay, bye.